Alrighty, here we go, episode eight. We are we're getting this out a little late, you know. We we strive for full transparency here on the on the show. Yeah, intention was for these to be coming out on Friday. I'm recording this uh, Saturday afternoon, so coming in one day late, but you know, uh, getting it out nonetheless. We're we're talking about the All Star Game uh, this week, though. I got to watch the uh, the home run derby and the all-star game, and overall, you know, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was entertaining, you know, the the derby and the all-star game both. I uh, I had fun watching. A few things with the derby particularly that I didn't love that I, uh, that I might talk about a little bit, but uh, overall, you know, I thought it was cool. You know, they they made the players look cool in the in the home run derby entrances and stuff and they they did like a face off kind of thing and they they did a big introduction for him in the home run derby so i thought that was great um they really you know played up the played up the matchup part of it and you know really really kind of sold you on like who this who each guy was and you know it, i thought that was cool you know it's a nice way for them to go about doing that and they they had plenty of interviews during the derby and uh, plenty of on-field, you know, kind of interviews throughout the All-Star game as well. And I, I, I enjoy that stuff. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And apparently baseball is rising in popularity. I guess I saw that that by 8% or whatever. I don't remember what the what the source was, to be honest. But I did see that. So I, I assume there's some truth to, uh, to that. And I'm happy about that. Um, and I think part of that is part of that rise in popularity they're they're doing a lot more to to sell you on the players now you know they're with the interviews during the games and you know with everybody everybody is their own you know kind of thing and then they're all just like a part of baseball you know like Corbin Carroll has so much appeal because he's he's going to be rookie of the year he's good at damn near everything he's an incredible player but you know we also get to talk to him during the during uh during the All Star game, and we also get to you know see what kind of guy he is you know just having a so called casual conversation you know it's it and the most of it is you know the guys give typical interview answers you know how much you're gonna talk when you're literally playing baseball, so there's always kind of that part about it, but during the derby you know lots of interviews after and before the derby I think even. They were cramming in interviews when a guy still had his bonus 30 seconds, and they might have even crammed in interviews uh, during that time. So, yeah, they were really uh, really going in that direction with it, and I, I didn't mind it. It was cool. It, you know, something... Oh, and speaking of that, the Home Run Derby, something that I thought was incredible was they, um, they had a, a Spanish-speaking guy doing the interviews, like, on the field, um, and it was kind of, you know, like, as I said, before the rounds, during the rounds, after, et cetera, um, he would, he would ask the question in Spanish because there was a lot of, the majority of these guys were Spanish speaking players. And so this guy would ask the question in Spanish and then immediately follow it up with whatever he said in English. And then he would hold the microphone to the player and then the player would respond in Spanish. And then once he gets done responding, the guy interviewing would say what he said um, and then ask another question in the same way. And it flowed incredibly well. I, I thought it was great. It was, it was, you know, it was polished. It seemed like they had, you know, practiced this and, you know, it was the, the guy giving the interviews, I wish I, I wish I would have looked up his name cause I don't know his name, but 
um, yeah, I thought he did great. I mean, that was awesome. You know, it's it, it you get to play up the the personalities and the um the the characters and the you know the the people who play the game you know when you play that up and then you also get while doing that you know you you get to show it's like hey a lot of these guys are not from here and that's part of why baseball is so cool you know so uh yeah I loved that thought that was fantastic um one of those players uh Spanish-speaking players Randy Arozarena who continues to just do ungodly things on the baseball field and the the world baseball classic if you hit it anywhere near him he was catching it I mean it was watching that was absolutely unreal and the home run derby he came incredibly close to taking it from Vlad Jr. if I remember right he had he had his bonus 30 seconds and he started off hot he started off so hot and then I'll insert the clip but if I remember right, it, even from the, the commentators talking, they were like, oh, man, he's got it. And it seemed like he got it, and it was absolutely in the bag. It was. It seemed like he had just won the derby against Vlad Jr., which is, you know, Vlad Jr. is an incredible home run hitter. Randy Rosarena, a great player, but nobody views him as a, you know, home run derby guy. You know, he's not a, not a Pete Alonzo or a or a Vlad Jr., at least that's how I feel, you know, he's just because, you know, those guys are some bigger, bigger fucking dudes, just that's, that's all it is, and so Randy came incredibly close to winning it, and here's how it sounded. Oh, he's getting there, Carl. Yeah, it looks like he's going to get there, there goes another one, hands are starting to be raised, not quite yet, not line yet. drive, that may stay up. Oh. Popped it up. Got to have one. I don't think he did it. He did not do it. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely sounded like it was in the bag, and I my jaw was on the floor. I was – I was – I'm still impressed with Randy Rosarena. I mean, he is – he's an incredible player, and I, I feel like I barely even remember I, – I feel like I barely even think about – how great he is until I see something like that that is just incredible I mean he's just a absolute dog I mean he's an incredible player uh, and a, a player that the Cardinals used to have around but not anymore there is a lot of talk about that and uh, him him and Adolis Garcia they they went against each other and there's a lot of talk um, about uh them being past Cardinal players and it's like oh yeah okay it's like let's I didn't bug me too much I mean it is what it is all that stuff happened a while ago that that has no we we weren't we Cardinals fans didn't start this season saying oh man if we hung on to Randy Rosarena and Adolis Garcia our team would be so much better now Cardinals fans are saying at the start of the year we're we look great on paper our pitching isn't that good but we should have a hell of a lineup and we are now very low in the National League we might be we're not second to last, but we are bottom three or four, I believe. My one actual complaint about the Derby was that as far as the look and how the cameras were working and how they were showing you the home runs, it was incredibly bad because there were so many home runs that were just missed because they had they had the screen split down the middle and the left side was the hitter hitting the ball and you get you get the general launch angle of the ball 
but you can't, you know, and I've, I've watched plenty of baseball, but some of them you can definitely tell that they were going out, but with the angle, it's like you, you didn't know. And so the camera on the other half of the screen had trouble keeping up with every single ball that was hit because this year, for some reason, they they just let them hit as many as they could within that time without letting them land first. With the new way of them doing it where it was like a four-minute timer or whatever, the rule always before this year was you had to wait for the, the, the guy throwing to you had to wait for the ball to land for him to throw the next pitch. And this year they did not do that. The the pitchers were just, the guys throwing. I keep saying pitchers. I guess they were pitchers, but um, the guys throwing to the hitters, they were throwing nonstop, and so the camera couldn't keep up with every single home run. And so it just we just missed so many. We the camera literally just missed them, and then we we wouldn't even get to take in the ball's full path. We we didn't get that once because because it, it it couldn't keep up it it was like impossible for it to keep up the way they were doing it so i they need to bring that rule back where i think they just wanted to see see somebody put up a stupid number in a round which they got that um but goddamn i mean guys looked exhausted i mean guys looked actually tired doing this it looks it's tiring for everyone involved the the hitter the guy throwing everybody's fucking exhausted and it's like, I get it. I think Julio hit maybe 41 or 44, something like that, and in the first round, absolutely crushed Pete Alonzo, which I thought Pete Alonzo had a chance to upset him, but holy shit, I was wrong. I was so wrong. And so they got their big round, but God, guys just looked fucking exhausted. Guys looked absolutely gassed. But, you know, overall, I enjoyed it. Oh, I, <laughs> I wrote this as well. Again, Vlad Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr., first baseman for the Blue Jays, he won the home run derby. He's incredible. Um, he always has been. I, I remember watching clips of him in, in AAA many years ago when he was on the, the Buffalo Bisons, the uh, the Blue Jays uh, AAA team, and he was just absolutely hitting missiles. But he's incredible. He won the home run derby. That wasn't a big surprise, but on his way to winning the home run derby, he hit a lot, one of his line drives, and I guess another issue of them not not uh, having having them wait between pitches, waiting for the balls to land, because if, when they're not having them waiting for the balls to land, there's a ton of kids in the outfield who also have to keep track of all of those. And there were so many line drives and ground balls and, you know, high fly balls that got hit out to these kids, and they just have to keep up. There is a kid that got drilled in the eye uh, by Vlad Jr. on his way to winning the uh, the title. Yeah, Vlad Jr. hit a line drive and drilled this kid in the eye. It was wild. But yeah, I mean, how the how, can, how the hell can you keep up if you're a kid out there? I mean, you, you try to make a play. You're just trying to survive. I mean, I was going to say, you want to try to make a play on at least one, but God, you want to at least, you just want, don't want to get hit because you have to know where every ball is I don't know but yeah I I would hope they can figure some of that stuff out next year because that's it was entertaining I I liked watching it overall good product but you know stuff like that stuff that seems like you know kind of easy stuff it it fell short a little bit for me but again overall great entertaining I had fun brief intermission here before I talk about the all-star game uh to shout out a couple players who 
I had the pleasure of watching this past uh, spring baseball season before they got drafted. Uh, two SIU dogs, actually, uh, that were drafted. Pierre-Olivier Boucher, I believe is how it's pronounced. If I was wrong, I'm sorry. He was drafted in the 10th round by the Atlanta Braves. Uh, congratulations to him. He uh, he led the dogs in batting average at 335 hits and 77 hits. Runs 46, and he was second in home runs at uh, 16. He also played in every game for the dogs. Uh, yeah, so congratulations to him, as well as pa- Paul Bonzagni, uh, pitcher who's drafted in the 12th round by the Rangers. Another dog that I... Uh, Got to watch this past spring baseball season. To uh, congratulations to both of them, and uh, good luck and uh, good luck in professional ball. The Cardinals had one lone All Star in the 2023 All Star game, and that was Nolan Arenado, the uh, the man who I I don't think he's going to be traded. I would be absolutely shocked and upset if he did. But the Cardinals' lone All Star. Um, he had a he had a couple good interviews. He still got some attention at the game. He's a hell of a player. Um, he uh, he had a fun interview on the on the red carpet. He had a he had a nice outfit on. Great a uh, great hat. I definitely recommend looking that up because um, he had a hell of a hat on in this. And uh, here's a here's a here's some comments that he had he had about that. You've become a finalist for best dress. Thank you. Thank now, do you remember what you used to wear to this event? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. <laughs> so, so, give me an example of something that you used to wear to this event. Jeans and a collar shirt that I wear to a field. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I stepped it up this year. Uh, my family and my brother were giving me trash. They're like, you gotta actually step up one you time. You look like one of the madmen, man. Yeah, that's good. You know, nice. and I, went good Cuba, I went with right, the Cuban so look. We got flashbacks. There's one of your outfits. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's terrible again. <laughs> with a backpack. That's even worse. <laughs> that looks good. There you go. You're, you're starting to come along. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right. Colorado. That looks good there. With this top hat, I mean, my yeah. goodness, my, you've really decided <laughs> to dedicate yourself. If you're going to go in the, in, in the All-Star game every year, why not just yeah. embrace the red carpet? Yeah, I mean, I went with the Cuban look. My dad's Cuban. So, uh, like I said, my, I've been getting a lot of trash talk, so I had to spice it up. So, yeah, good good for Nolan. I, I get it. I don't really care much about uh about dressing up it's not the most fun thing but hey you know when you when you do it and you let yourself have fun with it it's it's a good time and you know the result is a badass hat like uh like what he's got on so hell yeah good for him he uh he also had a had some quick comments about his uh his future with the team um in reference to you know the current context of the team sucking was your hope to stick? Well, I know Heyman was asking about the trades. He was kind of dancing around it. But is your hope to stay with the Cardinals? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I mean I opted in for a reason, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's a reason why I opted in, and uh, you know, if I didn't feel that way, I definitely wouldn't have done that. So, so yeah, I'm not surprised. He's I don't see him as someone who's one to go back on his word. He's committed. He wants to be here. I people people who aren't Cardinals fans don't seem to understand that, but. Um, that's, that's the truth. At least right now, I, and I don't see him changing his mind. Maybe, maybe I'll be proved wrong in the future, but I, uh, I, I've always trusted that. And I, I do believe we'll be better next year. And, and I'm sure Nolan believes that as well. And as far as the game itself, there was not a lot of offense at all. An incredibly well-pitched game. 
Uh, the final score was 3-2, and the result was the National League finally winning after apparently a nine-year losing streak. And I saw that, and I'm like, holy shit, I thought we won at least four years ago, but I was very wrong. It's been nine years since the National League won, and it was a, it was a pitching battle down the stretch for sure. Um, I, Elias Diaz, the, uh, the catcher from the Rockies, he hit a uh, he hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth that put the National League up three two, and then Craig Kimbrell, guy who uh, got four hundred saves in his career earlier this year, um, he closed it out. He walked a couple guys. There was a couple guys on base. He made it interesting, uh, but he he nailed it down and and the National League won. Um, I like a good pitching duel as much as anyone. Um, I enjoyed it. It was again entertaining. It shows how how hard it is to hit. I mean, that that was a game with the league's best hitters for the most part. Aaron Judge wasn't there. Mike Trout wasn't there. But for the most part, the league's best hitters. And speak, speaking of, I, now that I just remembered, uh, Luis Arise, the, uh, the guy on the Marlins who is possibly going to hit 400 this year, I believe he had two hits and a stolen base. He's another one that, like Randy Arozarena, he just continues to do amazing things in baseball, you know. Him, Ellie De La Cruz, Randy Arozarena, Luis Arias, three guys who are doing incredible stuff in baseball. I mean, Arias, he's he has a different approach to hitting in a game now where home runs and lots of strikeouts, those are both rising. This guy will just poke the ball anywhere and just get on base and get a base hit. And he's showing how freaking valuable that can be to a team and in a league now where where guys aren't doing that very much you know guys don't really play like he does um and he's doing it at doing it at an incredible level so yeah I he he had a great uh great moments to shine in the game again great game overall it's so hard to hit in this freaking game but the the guys who are doing it the best uh they really showed it this weekend I thought looking into the the second half I'll actually be at the Cardinals game on uh, on uh, today, actually. Uh, I'll be at the Cardinals game later today on Saturday, July 15th. Um, yep, I'll I'll be there uh, with uh, with some family and stuff, so it'll be a good time. So hopefully the uh, hopefully the birds can come through while we're there. They're playing the Nationals, so yeah, it'll that'll be a good time. So this will get edited, and then I'll uh, I'll shortly be going to the going to the game and possibly seeing a Cardinals victory. Hopefully, they gotta. They have to finish the rained out game from yesterday. I guess they. Uh, I I wasn't feeling too great, so I was. I slept a lot yesterday, um, but I saw the Cardinals got rained out in the third. So I guess they gotta finish that, and that's gonna start at like one fifteen. It's about noon now, so Cardinals got a busy day. I got a busy day too. I got shit going on. You you heard what I what I'm doing today. So yeah, this is a this is gonna be the longest episode. So yeah, shit. I'm. I'm busy too. I gotta go watch the Cardinals lose after I edit this thing. No, I'm kidding. I, I'll, I'll have fun. I'll, I'll enjoy watching all these guys and know that it'll be the last time that I'm seeing at least some of them play. So, yep, go Birds. The All Star Game was fun. Still expect episodes on Fridays. I'm still working on the second draft of the baseball pilot. We're chugging along. There's a lot going on. Life is crazy. It's been a good summer, you know. I'm having fun with the show. Again, this is again longest episode. This one's a big deal. If you if you listened all the way to this point, 
I appreciate it incredibly. And and again, if you did, let me know somehow, and I will. I would be happy to tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, again, I'm enjoying the show. Hope you're enjoying as well. We'll be back next week. More baseball shit. Goodbye.